What is up, folks? Targeting Winners, Season 2, Episode 2, I believe. Got it right. First try. Way to go. That's why you're in charge of us. That's right. That's a great start. Look at that. <laughs> We're here today to talk about some coaching changes with me, as always. President of the Mike Gundy Fan Club, Darren. How you doing, bud? Good, man. I have to work on my mullet. I didn't know I was given that title. Well, you know, I got to uh, let it grow out. I was thinking grow. about it, you know, being that after 30 years of being a long-suffering Orioles fan, uh, not to change a sport, we had a great 48 hours. And, you know, all the youngsters got the locks. So, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> yeah, I have something to look of, forward to as an Orioles insane. fan for a change. You know, first time I've been excited about baseball since 1983. So, uh, you yeah. know. And also with, with us, we have the founding member of the Sharon Moore fan club. Pete, what's up, my man? Oh, How I'm doing feeling? fantastic. I'm feeling great. I'm confused about the new Big Ten, so I don't know what the hell that is. The Big, the big 20 or something. Now. Whatever it is, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about some coaching changes today, what we think about. We got a lot of uh, – just we thought we had everything done, and that sneaky Bill O'Brien tried to sneak us in there at the last second, try to fool us, but no, 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 no. We got him. Darren's on. He goes from uh, Ohio. I think that's going to be. Ac- I think that's going to happen, even though it's not yeah. official. I think uh, maybe by like Friday, from what I've well, read. He's from Boston, isn't he? Then he, he is. The Patriots for a while. He and- did, mm-hmm. and I don't want him yeah. as the Ohio State offensive coordinator. Uh, so I am pushing for him to uh, go back to Chestnut Hill and and run the BC Eagles into the ground. So that's oh. and and he will. Yes, he will. <laughs> Fine by me, so <laughs> no, no thoughts on that one either way. We'll get to that one later, but first, uh, well, let's just go in alphabetical order. So we had a a minor change at Alabama. Some guy named uh, Saban, uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, uh, he retired. He decided to step down. Um, he had a pretty good career there, pretty good. He won a, a championship or seven or eight or nine or how many ever he won. So uh, – now he's replaced with Washington head coach, former Washington head coach, Kalen DeBoer. I mean, obviously, I think no matter who you're going to replace him with, it's a step down. I mean, he's, for all intents and purposes, a GOAT. So uh, we'll christen him just uh, based on championships alone. Um, am I more inclined or less inclined to bet on Alabama for anything? I would – they still got a lot of talent there. The team is still stacked. It's not like all the players got up and left. Some of them did. Um, probably about a handful, maybe seven or eight of them probably took off. Probably a little bit more than that, actually. But the team still has a lot of talent. It's not like the board doesn't know what he's doing. So I, I would probably, you know, I guess you'd have to be less inclined just because you're losing Saban and going to a new guy. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, I still wouldn't be surprised if they were to go in there and sneak out a win at the SEC next year. But we'll see what the – what the team looks like, what to check out the spring game in a couple months and see what where it goes from there. By you guys. Well, I'll go. Um, I mean, replacing a legend is never a good thing. I don't care where you are. So uh, Kalen's a good coach. Um, did a heck of a job in Washington. No question about that. Um, will he coach well there? Yeah, I think he's a, I think he'll recruit well. I think he'll coach well. But replacing a legend is never a good thing. And if he doesn't do well early, the uh, – They'll turn on him pretty quickly, so that's that would be my concern there. They what turned on him in the, in the uh, press conference. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> they were not happy that picture. I'll do. Everyone's sitting there like, "Yeah, whatever, buddy." <laughs> Darren, what do you think about this guy? Uh, I mean, if you're gonna replace Nick Saban, I don't think this is the the worst choice in the world. I think this is actually a pretty good choice. I mean, he's bringing over both of his coordinators. 
Um, he's kind of been known as a, as a QB guy. So, I mean, I, I don't know whether Jalen Miller will improve or not. I would think he would. Um, but you know, you need a dude that wins. And like Pete had said, you know, one at what 25 and three at Washington, mm-hmm. uh, before that 12 and six, at Fresno state, you know, when they were a nothing program. Uh, and even when he was back, uh, not even in the FBS, he coached at Sioux falls where in 70 games, he went 67 and three. Uh, so dude knows how to win. Um, that's probably the best choice they could have made. I just think he'll, I, I'm a little less inclined to, to bet on them early on. I think just when you come into the sec, uh, from another conference, I, I still think it's just different. Um, he may struggle a little early, but long-term and by long-term for bam, I mean like maybe the year after next, uh, yeah, I think they'll be fine, but this year I'll lay off early on. Yeah. He doesn't get that. You know, he might get two full years, but, um, yeah, a little pressure that first game. <laughs> Do we know that they released their schedule yet? Yeah, the schedule's out. I, I didn't take a look to see who their first uh, conference opponent is. Um, For his sake, it should be a double-digit win, <laughs> regardless of a point. Of it a better point. be. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, moving on. After uh, Alabama, moving down here. Who comes next? Oh, Arizona. Still in the A's, Jed Fish takes uh, DeBoer's place up there at Washington, and now they had to go to San Jose State. They got Brett Brennan to take his spot. Darren, let's start uh, with you. Not a fan. Um, hated it. Hated it. Yeah, <laughs> guy just does not win. Thirty-four and forty-eight career record. Um, you know, no OC or DC from last year is there. Um, lost a lot of people after he moved as well. Um, but again, just just coming to a new team and you're just not uh, a winning coach at a program that probably could win. I mean, San Jose State doesn't have the fiercest competition in the world. Uh, yeah, d- I don't like this move for Arizona. I believe they were one of the probably top eight to ten choices to win the national championship. Uh, if this affected their odds negatively, wouldn't surprise me one bit. Uh, not a uh, Brent Brennan fan here. Yeah, well, I just wonder if it was with because. With the recruiting, I mean, he's recruiting against USC, UCLA. I mean, maybe it was just he couldn't get the players. Maybe it's one of those, is it the coach or the players? Maybe he gets a better quality of player at Arizona. We'll see what happens there. I have no thoughts on this at all. I, I usually don't bet Arizona anyway. <laughs> so, um, uh, P, how about you? Any any extra thoughts on this one? No, not a, not a big fan either. I agree with Darren. I'm not sure what he's going to do there. I, I predict that he'll be out of there within two years. Two years over under. Let's uh, start some prop bets. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> National signing day, national prop bet day. Two years <laughs> over under for Brett Brennan. So, okay. And now we come up to that sneaky Bill O'Brien, Boston College. He yeah, was, the uh, only uh, only open job right now. Uh, like I said, uh, if I was a betting man, wait a minute, I am. Um, I could find the odds for that. Yeah, I think this is going to be Bill O'Brien. I heard there's maybe like three or four people interviewing. Uh, I saw something on ESPN the other day. The president of BC uh, takes his sweet time with this. Uh, doesn't listen to the fans. Doesn't listen to the media. Doesn't listen to anybody else. Supposedly he's a lone wolf. He makes the, the best choice that he feels uh, will work for Boston College. Um, but yeah, I think Bill O'Brien's going to take this job. Uh, and obviously with my Ohio State bet. Please, Bill, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are. I'm sure. Awesome. 
<laughs> Please go back to Boston College. Well, he had a very long, storied career out of Ohio State. It was at least 12 years. days. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Piazza was at the Marlins longer, I think. My God. <laughs> My God. Did he even cash a check? At that point, I don't know. Pay every two weeks. I mean, you know, there's that one week layover. You know, maybe he didn't even get his first check yet. <laughs> I mean, apparently he's still working. Uh, so uh, how hard I couldn't tell you, but uh, yeah, just I'm hoping he goes for the sake yeah, of my Ohio State futures bet. Just go. He's got the Ohio State playbook. He's reading it, but inside the playbook <laughs> is like the Boston College <laughs> recruiting lists and everything. You know, <laughs> he needs to take Ohio State's playbook to Boston College. Uh, you think they could pull it off? No, it's no. well, the, you know, the reasoning that the Halfley left, he's just like, you can't coach anymore. It's like you're too busy convincing your your donors to to pay this NIL money, mm-hmm. um, you know, convincing your own players that you recruited to stay. I mean, let's face it. If you go to Boston College or a majority of these power five teams and like Michigan or Alabama reaches out to you, I mean, you're probably going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a, a sense of growing. I mean, UCLA, uh, Chip Kelly's even trying to get out uh, of UCLA. I read last week. Um, yeah, I think all these changes, I think long-term again, that's for another episode coming up about NIL. I think long-term, this is going to be pretty bad. I mean, when I first heard about it, I thought, you know, cause I remember AJ green got in trouble. He sold his, uh, I think it was in the orange bowl that year and he sold his Jersey to some collector, and he got in trouble for that. I think Todd Gurley did the same thing for like the, the senior bowl. I thought they'd be able to do that. Like, you know, say Jordan Travis, if he needs some extra money, he can go down to the Tallahassee mall and sign autographs for 20 bucks a, peep, a pop or whatever, you know. But now it's just like um, our buddy Matt Rule was on a, a reel and uh, he was saying, you know, you realize you get a quarterback here. It's like $1.2 million. You know, I mean, the new Ohio State quarterback, uh, the kid from, forget his name, from Kansas State, I mean, he's going to make more money this year in college than Brock Purdy is going to make on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And he's playing, you know, he's playing in the slightly bigger game. So, um, yeah, they, I think um, Tennessee and Virginia, they they were talking about uh, suing and the NCAA because they're, they're going after him over the, the collectives that they have. So, yeah, it's the wild, wild west not looking good so but that's depressing for another for another time so let's go back oh duke (laughs) duke duke my buddy manny diaz former head coach of the miami hurricanes he's probably my third favorite coach to uh, hate for miami <laughs> well, you know, Crystal Ball's one, you know, and they got Al Golden from you know, Al we Golden. Love Crystal Ball. You know, <laughs> Must Champ from Florida, Ron Zook from Florida. That's like my Mount Rushmore of coaches and my of okay. my favorites. So but he was defensive coordinator at Penn State, and now he goes to take the head coach, take over for Elko down there at Duke, who left to take my boy Jimbo Fisher's uh job from Texas AM. So uh He'll definitely upgrade the defense. That's that's for sure. Um, there there is a lot of talent on Duke. I mean, I don't know how many of them left, but they had some they had some good players other than Riley Leonard uh, last year. I think the defense would get better. Um, still wouldn't bet on them to win the ACC or anything, but he'll um, get. I think he'll get the defense plan. I don't think Duke will have a turnover chain or anything like that, but. Um, I think it'll be an overall positive impact. So um, 
I'm slightly a little higher on just on defense alone. I don't know about the offense. He's quite terrible. So, but on defense, I think he can get him playing better. Uh, any thoughts from you two? Well, for Duke, I think it's a decent hire. I, I don't know what he's going to do with that team. I mean, I, I don't have quite the same opinion of their talent that you do, Tim. I mean, they're okay. Um, but then again, they're playing in a conference that they have an opportunity, I think. And with that defense, if he can, if he can get that defense playing, they might have an opportunity. So for them, I think it's a pretty good hire. I just, I'm just not sure where that goes. So what about you, Darren? Um, I thought Duke's defense was actually pretty good last year. Uh, a lot of times it kept them in games, especially after uh, Leonard got hurt. Um, yeah, I'm kind of neutral on this one here. I mean, his career record is 21 and 15, uh, but I mean, he did make three bowl games. I mean, he got fired before he got to coach the third one. So it's not like he was a total disaster. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I haven't even looked to see how much uh, returning production they have. I would assume after Elko left, uh, you know, Leonard is gone. So I'm just expecting uh, a step back offensively. Uh, if they win any games, it's probably going to be on their defense. But, you know, he wasn't anything special as a head coach, but he wasn't awful either. Um, I, I'm more likely to fade them because of Leonard leaving uh, than I am because of Diaz getting hired. Uh, but, you know, a uh, slight fade on Duke for me, at least early on until I see what he can do with that offense. Great. All right. Well, oh, boy, Houston. Yeah, Willie Fritz from Tulane coming in, Dana Holgensen. He had a – I don't know if he cut his hair this year or not, but he had a very substandard mullet. <laughs> Hales way in compared to Mike Gundy's. Uh, he got I heard fired. that's why he got fired. He just, you know, that'd be a good reason. It was like kind of like, you know, the curly cues in the back is not not good. Not a good mullet at all. Got to have stronger salad than that. Uh, again, at Houston – yeah, this is this is one. I'm not sure. I mean, Tulane, he did a good job there. Uh, I'm just going to – I would say in Pat, not really. This won't, won't affect me one way or another on Houston. I mean, I don't I don't know if this guy would do a good job. Hoganson didn't do a very good job. So, um, I'll say in Pat. I'm not going to go up or down on Houston. What about you? I like this. this. <laughs> you like it? I like it. I mean, just slightly over 500 at Tulane, but I mean, 23 wins coming in the last two years. Uh, you know, he was good at Georgia Southern uh, when they came into the FBS. He went 17 and seven there. I mean, dude knows how to win. I mean, let's face it. Can't get any worse for Houston. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to start well, slapping money down on Houston, but I'm just saying I think this is a step in the right direction for that program. I'll just go with Darren. I if this thing wasn't if this wasn't on the list, I don't think I would have remembered this, right? So I don't know. This is a hired us, I guess. So yeah, pretty much. This is a non-event to me. I, I don't even. Yeah, I'm passing. I kind of like this next one with Indiana. They got uh, the guy from James Madison coming in, and uh, Tom Allen. See ya. Have fun out there. So um, I think he'll improve. Uh, it's kind of like the same thing as Houston. Can't get any worse. Uh, so, um, like I said, it might take a couple of years to get going. You have to get his players in and, you know, see what he can do with the NIL and the national signing days and all that. But uh, I think long-term, I think he, he sticks for a while. I don't think he's going to, because he's not going to turn around quick enough where, you know, a Oklahoma job comes open or something like that, where he, he would jump from Indiana to Oklahoma. So I think he'll probably be there at least for maybe in five years. And then maybe after that, he might jump up. 
I don't know. That's my over-under bet for him. What about you guys? Well, this is my conference. So, um, from you know, from my perspective, Indiana is a team that, with this whole new conference and, and the way it's structured and all the teams that are in it, I think Indiana's days are probably behind, behind them. They used to be a team that would sneak up and beat people. Uh, you know, they could they could be difficult at times. They had some good seasons here or there um, in the Big Ten. But I just don't know where – I think I think he can stick there simply because I think expectations will not be that high um, simply because of just the, the competition in the conference now. So I think he could – yeah, I, I don't disagree. Four or five years, I would not be surprised. I don't think they're going to be a, a winning program in the Big Ten, though. They'll just be there. They'll be serviceable. They'll be decent. He'll coach them well. Um, you know, might might draw a few players in. I'm not sure the NIL money is going to be there for Indiana. So I just no. don't see – I don't see where that goes. But for a while, and do a decent job. Like, a.k.a. like Scott Frost type of thing, you know, for a while. I could see that. Right. Well, I mean, the money's not there. Like, they always say, like, the SEC, oh, it just means more. It's because they have guys, you know – all those schools are 150 year old schools. They got like that generational wealth people, you know, like in the end, it's got Mark Cuban, but he's not, he's not going to donate any money to a football team. <laughs> you know, what the hell does he care? You know, so <laughs> exactly. But, uh, yeah. I mean, if this was, I mean, well, Mark Cuban and, you know, Magic Johnson in Michigan State, he could make Michigan State a powerhouse if he cared enough, but there's no, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he's a billionaire as well. So, but yeah, without the NIL coming in, I don't, I don't know, Darren, if you had any extra insights on this, but uh... Uh, literally what you started out saying and what Pete basically said. Uh, yeah, I agree. One hundred and forty two percent. I have nothing to add. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's a rebuild. Let's face it. Uh, the Big Ten's still yep. going to be good. Uh, but this dude knows how to win. He knows how to rebuild programs. I give you James Madison, 52 and nine in his time there. He's the right guy for this program. Um, I think they're going to give them quite a few years to get started uh, because they know they're not competing anytime soon. So I like this hire for them. Not going to run to the window to bet on them, but I would expect them to be better than they were last year. Yeah, same. same. <laughs> Couldn't get worse. And now, Pete. Oh, boy. <laughs> Talk about it, Pete. Let's hear it, baby. Oh, boy. <laughs> do I have to? Do I have to? Um, <laughs> this is what you bring to the group, Big Ten knowledge. Yes, worry, yes, yes, yes. So, obviously, losing – I'm never going to applaud losing somebody like Jim Harbaugh. Right? He did fantastic things for our program after a slow start, um, and I'm happy for him and his uh, next uh, challenge in front of him. I think I said it before on the podcast that – you know, if I were him, I would have taken that job in a minute, right? Because I, I love Justin Herbert, and I think he's got a great opportunity there. So, what does that leave the state of my football team here at Michigan? Um, I think that I think it's a good hire. I mean, I, he he, Sharon proved that while Jim was being persecuted by the NCAA and all that good stuff was going on, that the team the team clearly wanted to play for him. Uh, you know, the team didn't miss a beat; they played well for him. So he's got the team behind him; he's got the players behind him. From that perspective, he, you know, I think it's a good hire. I mean, there's going to be a step down, I would think. I, you know, we're losing a lot of what I'd call professional players from from last year. That's certainly going to hurt. So I expect my team to step back a bit, unfortunately. And I, we haven't got to Michigan State yet, but I expect them to step up a little bit. So it'll be interesting. But uh, I think it's the right hire. You need to give them a chance. So uh, I don't hate it. There's not a, there's not a hire I would have loved. So I mean, from my perspective, it was the hire I expected, and I'm okay with it. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, to just piggyback off that, I mean, you won the national championship, so taking a step back is probably the only option at this point, uh, you know, unless you plan on winning it again. Um, you know, Tim and I have, have gone on the show multiple times and said, yeah, this is the guy we want to have the job. Uh, the players seem to love this dude. Uh, you know, that being said, your QBs in the draft, your running backs in the draft. Uh, you're the off. You were the offensive coordinator, so you got a new one of those coming in. Your defensive coordinator left. A uh, lot of pieces to replace on the coaching staff and obviously a couple of key players uh, offensively. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think he'll do fine just because of his familiarity with the program. Um, yeah, nothing. I mean, I can't comment any more than what Pete said. I mean, <laughs> he, <laughs> I, I think they did promote the um, the quarterback's coach, offensive coordinator. Okay. Um, I heard that a couple of days ago. I, f- I forget his name. I don't know if, if he has the assistant coach roster there or not, but I know that's been done. <clears throat> it just sucks to lose Harbaugh. I was kind of how much money did he get from the Chargers? You guys remember? A lot. Well, I know. Yeah, and I don't remember, but I can look it up while we're talking here. I'm sure it's got to be over a hundred million. I'm sure. How many years? Or was it like eight years? I don't know. If somebody offers you all that money, you say yes. Where's the pen? So. Well, good luck to Jim Harbaugh. We're going to move on to the cross-state rival of your Michigan Wolverines. Yeah, Michigan State. I don't know if it's a rivalry anymore. I mean, I don't know if a hammer and a nail are rivals, but uh, Michigan's had their way with Michigan State for a while. Uh, they get uh, Jonathan Smith, Oregon State. Mel Tucker from his little uh, phone call escapade. That's <laughs> so. how they get you, man. Three ninety nine a minute, and he just never hung up the phone. <laughs> you know, so you know you're out of a job, buddy. Yeah. Got to hang yeah. up those calls. So I mean, I think it's an improvement. Mel, Mel Tucker is more of a defensive coach. I think this guy is kind of an offensive coach, so I think they'll they may score more points. Um, I was not going to bet on Michigan State this year very much, and then plan on it. So uh, I haven't changed on that. So Pete. What are you thinking here? I mean, that that program has been a mess for a couple of years anyway. Mel had a go, regardless of the phone and any of that stuff. He had a go. I think to for Michigan State, I, I think it's a home run. I think it's a, he's a good coach. I think he will bring an offensive mentality. I mean, Mark D'Antonio proved you can win and you can recruit at Michigan State. They do have money as well, and they can they can get some NIL money. I think they'll have some. So, I think um, I think it'll be a big step up for them. Might take a year, two, maybe three, but I think uh, if I were them, I would have made the same hire. I like I like the hire quite a bit. Yeah, I agree uh, completely. This is like uh, Indiana, the sequel here. Um, dude turns around programs, man. Uh, first six years at Oregon State, first three years, nine wins total. Last three years, 25 wins total. So you give the dude some time. Uh, he's almost Matt Rule-esque uh, at turning around programs, although it takes him a, a little bit longer. Uh, love this move for the Spartans, you know, still probably fading them uh, because, you know, they are still a bad football team. But uh, just as far as a coaching hire, like Pete said, uh, I'm not sure they could have gotten anybody better than, than John Smith. He's, he's a good coach. Give him time. They'll be fine in a few years. Yeah, that's, that's a that's a good bet right there. That's the hard thing is give these people time. Yeah. I mean, that's a lot of fan bases get. I don't think Michigan State's the kind of fan base where they're going to like run him out of town after one year, but he'll get the time. And I think, I think in time, maybe in two or three years, he might actually come within 10 points in Michigan. Who knows? So, uh, 
We'll keep moving on down. We're going down to SEC country. So we got Mississippi State. They got uh, Jeff Levy from Oklahoma. I hope he likes cowbells because it's going to be waking up with migraines every night with those damn things that they got over there. So taking the place of uh, Zach Arnett, what do you guys think about this one? I I mean, he got an offensive guy from a uh, coaching staff led by a defensive coach. Hate it. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like Mississippi State at all. I don't think they're a very good program. They're kind of like the uh, redheaded stepchild of SEC. Uh, this guy's got no head coaching experience. Uh, I believe his quarterback bolted uh, as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, I see a lot of problems with Mississippi State. Easy fade team for me. I agree. I predict uh, dumpster fire. That's about the way I look <laughs> at this. I don't know where that. I don't. Where, I don't know where that goes. I don't. I don't. Just, I don't see anything. Positive. A very loud. An annoying dumpster fire. I don't get the cowbells. I don't get it. I don't know. Do you ever, do you ever like watch these, see those games? That's all you hear. It's like, oh my God, you have to like put it on mute. Just like not even listen. To it's going to have the New York Philharmonic play there. The team's still going to suck. I mean, they're just a <laughs> I don't care. Nah, sorry. Not to be so, you know, blunt. And if we have any Mississippi State fans out there, I'm sorry. Uh, but Me too. Uh, Very sorry. But dumpster yeah. fire. Not fun. good. Not, not, <laughs> not good. What was the uh, last time they were good? I think Dak Prescott was there, wasn't it? Like, Well, he's not very good, but I mean, at least, yeah, yeah, they were all right when he was there. He saved his suckage for the NFL, but uh, yeah, this is. Who was, uh, Dan this, Mullen was a coach, right? That was, uh, that was a while ago. That's been. Yeah. They've been pretty much not, what, like uh, a seven win team every year for the. For I don't even long. know if they've been that terrible. I mean, Where's Charles Barkley? Terrible. I hate Horrible. no, Horrible. not a fan. <laughs> Terrible. Who's next? Get me off. <laughs> okay. What is, now I'm aggravated. <laughs> Oregon State. <sighs> so they uh, hire from within. They get Trent Bray. He was uh, the defensive coordinator. He takes up for Jonathan Smith, who went over to Michigan State, as we mentioned before. Mentioned before. So um, hiring in house. I kind of like that. So um, if he's got the uh, if the players like him. And keep the positive attitude going. They can uh, rebuild. This has been a disaster year for Oregon State and Washington State, but um, I think they can rebound a little bit. And if this team ends up being a good hire, maybe they can find themselves into another conference soon. Other than are they in the Mountain West now, or uh, they're playing a handful of Mountain West teams, but uh, as of today, they're still they're still in the Pac-12. Last I checked, or the Pac, whatever it is, Pac-2. <laughs> I'll just go real quick as Pete might have something intelligent here. I don't even know what to expect here, but like you said, Tim, uh, hiring from in-house, you know, elevating the defense coordinator up to head coach uh, will help keep any continuity that they, that they got uh, last year. Um, But again, I mean, they're in a conference that's pretty much done. I I don't really know what to expect from Oregon state this year. So I'll just probably ignore them most of the season. (laughs) Yeah. Well, maybe that's that's it though. Right. I mean, they're, that I don't consider that competitive um, hiring within from within usually says something because you know the coach and so clearly you know that the players like the guy so maybe he can do something there I don't expect anything magical out of Oregon State anytime soon but they could probably be serviceable in that uh, lackluster conference and that's probably good enough for them at this point well at least the defensive side of the ball is taken care of you know so you can build on that and hopefully he makes a good hire for offensive coordinator and uh, gets the offense going and Again, like we said, maybe find a conference someday. Someday they'll get one. 
So we go from the West Coast, Oregon, to the East Coast of the sunny paradise of Syracuse, New York. Woo. First of all, Man. we just saw the sun yesterday for the first time in 11 days. So uh, <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. No sun for 11 days until yesterday. So the state sucks. <laughs> they do get Fran Brown from Georgia Tech. He's a pretty well-respected coach. I've heard people talk about him a lot. Um, I mean, I guess if he's not ready for prime time, I guess Syracuse is a good place to start and cut your teeth. Because, um, you know, expectations aren't so high. I think if he wins like seven games in bowl eligible, they'll be happy. So it's not like you got to go 10 and two or whatever uh, to go. So it's a nice first step. Um, I I think it's a, the first year it'll be flat or take a step back. But um, I, I like the coach. They've been talking about him a lot down here. So he's, he seems to be pretty well-respected, uh, a pretty good recruiter. I don't know if that translates from Georgia up to New York, but uh, we'll have to wait and see about that. What do you guys feel? Well, honestly, I forgot Syracuse had a football team that I remembered. Um, but I mean, if you, if you, I mean, I think it's a place where he could do something, right? It's a, it's a team that has a history. It's a team that has a name, right? So they, they could do something. And if, you know, if he's the coach that I think he is, he, he could, he could be successful there. Now, if he's successful there, he's going to move on to something else. So he's yeah. not going to be there a long time. So, you know, if he's successful two, three years, he'll move on to a bigger job. And that's, that's good for him. Yeah. Our, our Jeff, one of our uh, high school buddies and a listener to the show, he's going to love this because I think this is a great hire for Syracuse. Like Tim, you had mentioned, dude's a great recruiter. He's got a highly recruited class coming in. Uh, he's the typical, you know, you hear that phrase, Oh, I'll run through a wall for this dude. While that's not good for your health. Uh, a lot of people seem to have that, that thought about this guy. So, uh, like Pete said, probably nothing early on, uh, long-term if he stays. Yeah. This is a, it's a good move for Syracuse. I like this. It's going to depend on, I know you said if he has two or three good years in a row, it depends on how good his first good year is. Yeah. If yeah. His first good year. He's like 11 and one. They're in a new year six. He's, he's gone. gone. Then yeah. he'll have one good year. But if it's like, you know, seven and five, then a nine and two, and then a ten and one, then after that. But if he if he's ten and one, his first year or his first big winning season, he'll he'll be gone. He'll who knows where he'll end up. He'll I don't know about that. I don't think their schedule's this uh, that bad uh, this year. I think a lot of the good teams in the conference either avoid them or they come to the dome. Um, he's got a chance to to maybe uh, be bowl eligible this first year. The the schedule's uh, pretty friendly, if I remember it correctly. Um, but I mean, I don't remember if Clemson or Florida State's on it. But yeah, you you get a win there, uh, your recruiting classes are going to get even better. So mm -hmm. I like it. I think I think we're on there. Yeah, I think I think they're one of our four. I think we have four teams that we play every year. I think we get Clemson, Miami, NC State, and Syracuse. I think those are the four. Um, four teams, I guess, that we play, and we did just the round robin for whatever else they do there. But is this still the Carrier Dome, or is it something else? I don't know what the hell they call it. It's, I haven't been there since my son's football team went for the uh, New York State Championship. Well, Jeff I haven't and I, been there. <laughs> yeah. 1988, well, the last time I was in that building. So I don't know. You, you saw as many points scored as uh, my son's team scored that day. So we've seen the same amount of points. So, uh, you know, don't feel bad. <laughs> and it's terrible to get to. You got to like scale a freaking mountain. To, yeah, you uh, do. It's <laughs> like, Jesus, man. No wonder nobody comes here. Well, we're getting down to the nitty gritty of our final Power Five teams. 
I guess power four teams now with uh, new head coaches. We're going to go down to Texas A&M. They got the Duke's head coach, Mike Elko, coming in. Jimbo Fisher, who was let go, I think, right before the last game of the season. Maybe the, uh, the second to last game. Um, I, if he does what he does at Duke with the talent that Duke had, and he can translate that to Texas A&M, this could be something nice. It's, yeah, he's got four years as, as the defensive coordinator there from, uh, I believe, was 18 to 21 under mm-hmm. Fisher. Yeah. Uh, so he's got some familiarity with the program. Uh, again, 16 and nine in his two years at Duke, which is pretty impressive. I mean, who the hell was talking about Duke college football two years ago? Absolutely nobody. Um, but again, you're moving from a non-SEC team into the SEC. Uh, I've just... Based on that alone, uh, I'm expecting some struggles early on. But again, he's one of those guys. He'll figure it out. Uh, they'll be better. Um, but yeah, I, I see some struggles early on. Well, talk about nil money. They mm-hmm. got a they got a very large bucket full of cash. <laughs> all that Texas yeah. oil money. <laughs> you mean Jimbo Fisher didn't take it all on his seventy six million dollar buyout? <laughs> <laughs> Might have to run a few more 50-50 raffles at, uh, you know, some basketball games or something. Or student car washes or (laughs) bake sales. I don't I don't get it. But uh, they they don't doesn't seem to bother them because they I think they're still paying uh, Sumlin a little bit. They had to pay him a lot of money. So, I mean, it's a lot of money. (laughs) That's insane. But I wonder how much. Well, another thing that's worth pointing out, you you can sign all these players. And give them all this money, but then you got to make sure you get the right ones. Because if once they get their first check and they just cash it in, you know, Jamarcus Russell style, I mean, that's you're just wasting a lot of money, throwing good money after bad, I guess. So I guess just got to, when you recruit your kid, just try to figure out what's, what he's going to do when he gets some money. But uh, Texas AM has a lot of money. He'll get the NIL. And uh, they've always recruited well. So. It'll be interesting to see, but I think it's a good hire. It's not a, a big name. You know, everyone wants to make that big, splashy name. He's, you know, Mike Elko is pretty bland as you can get. But I think he can do it. And that leads us to our last hire, Jed Fish. Leaves Arizona. He goes up to Washington to take place of DeBoer, who went to Alabama. And it's uh, a round robin of football coaches here. So what do you think of this one, guys? I think he's a good coach. I think he's going into a place that obviously had success, uh, but he had ex- success at Arizona. I think for Washington, it's a good hire. Once again, coming into the Big Ten and all the stuff that's going to be happening here, I don't. I'm having a hard time figuring out how Oregon and Washington and the other new entrants in the Big Ten are going to actually do in the Big Ten. But I, I think he's got players. He's got a program. He's got. He's a good coach. So I think it's a good hire for them. I think he could very well be successful there. I'm fading Washington uh, pretty early on this year, not because of the coach. I agree with what Pete said. I think this is a good hire for them. Um, I'm hoping that the public uh, remembers that Washington played in the title game this past year. uh, And then I'll just wait till the last minute to bet on whoever they're playing, at least early on. I believe I heard the day before yesterday, this team has like two offensive starters returning. Um, ouch. Yeah. And when you (laughs) averaged, you know, 40 some odd points a game, like you did, and you're losing pretty much everybody. Uh, I think this is a team that could qualify for possibly the biggest step back, uh, Mm -hmm. in regards to the power four teams here. Um, 
again, like Pete said, in time, I think this is a good hire. Uh, you know, he's bringing all his coordinators over as well. Uh, but man, they just lost so much. I mean, yeah, this, they did. remember last year we were talking about Kent State bringing back nobody on the offensive side of the ball. Yep. I mean, not that Kent State is, you know, they're going to be compared to Washington anytime soon, but man, we saw, you know, Kent State was a pretty potent team two years ago offensively. And look what happened to them. They were the lowest scoring team in the country last year. Um, I don't think Washington will drop off that much, but, uh, you know, I'm hoping to get some. Yeah, they lost uh, the quarterback. I think they're running backs. I mean, a doozy. Yeah, the receivers oh. are all going in the draft. <laughs> <I'm so excited. laughs> the defense yeah. has to be really good if they're going to win some games this year. Uh, they're not, they're not going to yeah. be that good. They gave they're up a ton of yards back. last year. Yeah, this is I, I cannot wait to see the line on the first Washington conference game because I will probably be all over whoever they're playing. It's uh, I just don't see a good year in the Big Ten for them. Yeah, I can't wait to check out those schedules. I'm they're out. Right I just now. haven't just, bothered. Yeah, you know, no, it's tough. The schedule's not horrible. We, for our future spent in June, June can't get here fast enough. <laughs> we can get to start, you know, placing our do our deep dive for our future bets. Yeah, lucky for them. Their schedule, their schedule's not horrible. I mean, for the first year in the Big Ten, I mean, they're playing Michigan, sure, but the, they're not playing Ohio State. They're not – I mean, they're not playing any of the big programs for the most part, so they're playing Oregon and all that. So it's almost kind of like a repeat of the Pac-10 with a little other stuff mixed in there. So at least from that perspective, they're not going to get pummeled. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, losing that many players is a problem. Yeah, a little bit. Any final thoughts on you guys? Yeah, so the, season, the worst, well, whatever. I just want to say we got a bunch of other teams here that did have some coaching changes, some group of five uh, schools. Uh, any hires uh, for some of those teams? Because at least one team uh, from the group of five is going to make the playoff. Uh, I don't know if any of them are on this list, uh, but any of these new coaches for the group of five teams, you guys see anything that you like or anything you don't like? I got I got one to throw out there. I think Major Applewhite going to South Alabama is interesting. I think uh, – you know, I think he can have some success there. I, I'm really intrigued to see what he can do with that program. Um, you know, his pedigree is good. So I, I, I think it's, to me, it's it's intriguing. So I'd, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, th there's a few that I actually like. Um, I think Boise State keeping Spencer Danielson after his three-game uh, debut. Uh, players really seem to like him. Uh, defense actually played better than I thought it would. Uh, they'll probably be the favorites to win the Mountain West again. Um, but if they're not, I, I, I will probably bet them to win the conference again. They look really good going into this year. Uh, New Mexico. Yeah, they're yeah. a train wreck of a program. Mm -hmm. But hey, yep. Bronco Mendenhall, man, he puts up with nothing. Uh, he is a great hire for that school. He's very disciplined. Uh, they're, they're probably not going to be good, but it's not going to be because, you know, they play bad football. He'll get them playing some good fundamental uh, football. I like that hire. And I cannot wait to watch the offensively challenged San Diego State Aztecs uh, be led by former Kent State head coach who ran a play every eight and a half seconds while he was coaching the Mac, Sean Lewis, who for some reason got demoted by Dion as uh, Colorado's offensive coordinator. Like it's his fault that uh, you know they gave up 112 sacks a game. Uh, but yeah, San Diego State, they're, they're Iowa-esque uh, offensively. Um, but Sean Lewis, he knows how to uh, play tempo and put points on the board. I cannot wait to watch uh, their first game uh, and see how they, they do under his leadership. Yeah, I, <clears throat> one thing, keeping with, um, 
you know, with like the Fran Browns, there were two other guys. Uh, let me see. I think um, the UCLA tight ends coach uh, went to San Jose State. Usually Duh. they hire coordinators up. Uh, the Texas linebacker uh, coach, he went from line a position coach to head coach at Nevada. Um, there was a – I think there was one more. It's just interesting when you see when they hire a guy that hasn't been – a coordinator. They just go from a, a position coach. I think it was a wide receiver coach um, at New Mexico State. They they hired from within. They, they got Tony Sanchez, who was their wide receivers coach. Just leapfrog the the coordinator. So you wonder how stuff like that's going to pan out. Usually they don't just hire. You're used to seeing position coach, coordinator, head coach. And I got these three guys: position coach, right to head coach. So those would be just a watch. I mean, I don't know if I'd bet on them, but it'd be interesting to see. Maybe there's uh, some superstars in the making there in the coaching world, the next generation of Nick Sabins, or if you will. I put a big X through San Jose State. It's the one hire I hate more than anything in the world. Uh, uh, this dude was not very successful at Navy. Uh, you know, last year's Army-Navy game, dude, quarterback gets hurt on a trip. Uh, late in the second quarter, still continues to leave this poor kid in the game and run the ball 98% of the time in the second half. I uh, hate this hire for San Jose State. Uh, yeah, they, they, they might be a fade alone. This this guy's not uh, not a, a, a favorite head coach of mine, but, you know, that's just my opinion. Nice. All right, well, no, it's ready. not nice. We hate it because we love San Jose State. How <laughs> no, they hired this bum? Why San Jose State? This uh, because that's the only job he can get because he's not very good. <laughs> at least, at least Brady it. was a good coach. Brady was Brady a good coach, at least. So, you know. Yes. So. God, terrible hire. All right. Well, that, those are the final thoughts. Let's just wrap this up. Give me my theme music. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here it comes. Again, CFB dudes at yahoo.com. You can find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter at Target Wins. Thank you all very much for listening. Click like, subscribe, five stars, all the good stuff the kids do these days. Thank and you, we guys. will see you next time. Have a good night. And one more time. Go blue. <laughs> Go blue.